This is Tax Chats. Hello, I'm Scott Dyring. And I am Jeff Hoops. And we're here to chat about taxes. Hello again, and welcome to another edition of Tax Chats. I'm Scott Dyring, professor of accounting at Duke University, and I'm joined as always, by the Tax Museum Curator and Professor of Accounting Extraordinaire at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, Jeff Hoops. Hello, Jeff. Hello. How are you doing today? So, okay. How are you doing? <laughs> Only okay today. I'm doing, I'm doing amazing. I decided to give a slightly more dramatic introduction there. I doubt anyone will appreciate it, but I felt quite good about myself doing that. Uh, tell, tell us what we're going to do today. Well, you know, Thanksgiving's on the horizon. Oh, sorry, American Thanksgiving. I don't want to offend any of the uh, non-Americans listening who might have their own Thanksgivings that are not on the horizon. That's right. I believe the Canadians may have already celebrated. I have no idea what the Canadians do. So American Thanksgiving is uh, next week, Thursday. And the question on everybody's minds, of course, is... Taxes. Taxes. That's exactly right. So there are many items you might buy with Thanksgiving. The f- one of the favorites in my house, although I hate them, uh, is craisins. The okay, question so is, hang on, hang on. Do you have to, oh, yeah, do, you, do you only buy craisins around Thanksgiving? Because we I have them all buy, the time. They're, they're always around, I guess. But they're like cranberries got, for some reason, something to do with Thanksgiving. So I think cranberries are involved in a or sorry, craisins and cranberries both are involved in Thanksgiving more than other times. You want to know why I hate craisins? I hate why? them. You also hate craisins? Well, I don't necessarily hate to eat them, but I hate them because we give them to our kids to eat. And our kids, especially the ones who are younger, the, younger than the age of 16, which is most of them, they eat them, but they they drop them, like, say, in the car or something. And they get, like, mashed into the carpet. And they get mashed into the carpet. And the kids who think, oh, it's just fine to drop stuff in the car, they don't ever say anything or bother to pick them up. And three weeks later, there's, like, a mashed-up craisin in the carpet of the car. Like, it drives me insane. park over an anthill and it'll solve that problem. <laughs> I have found all kinds of living creatures in my car, and they have an abundance of food to eat. I'm Great ashamed to say. Okay, so the question, though, more importantly, of how to get the craisins out with the ants in the car is whether or not what, what the, the sales tax status of craisins is. <laughs> and this is really part of a much larger story. So ordinarily, I might just say, okay, Scott, you tell me what you think, but I don't want you to do that. Rather... I would like to build up and so we can gain a proper understanding and so that by the end of the interrogation, you will understand or could maybe properly guess what the sales tax status of Craisins is. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait. So here it goes. So it all kind of hinges on whether or not Craisins are candy. But they're fruit. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so the question is, are they candy or not? And if they're candy, they're subject to a higher sales tax than if they're food. Okay. So we're kind of trying to figure out what 
Is that true everywhere? Is that true just in North Carolina? Do you know? Maybe you don't know. So it's, uh, a lot of these rules are similar in a lot of states. There's like this uniformity, but states can do whatever they want. We're just going to be talking about North Carolina today because we are both geographically located in North Carolina and most of the craisins we buy. We buy in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yes. Correct. Yep. Okay. So, <clears throat> so we're going to do, instead of talking about craisins, we're going to talk about several other things that may or may not be food. And by talking about those things, you're going to learn all of the different things, or sorry, not that may or may not be candy. You're going to learn what the definition of candy is so that hopefully by the end, you'll be able to correctly tell me whether craisins okay. are candy. Okay. Okay. I, this is like machine learning. You're going to feed me something. I'm going to learn. And then once you get it right or wrong, we'll talk about the reason it is or is not Okay. candy. We'll see if my machine learning is better than an actual machine learning. <laughs> okay. So this is Scott's machine learning. Okay. Let's start with uh, this one right here. Cotton candy. Is that candy? Got to be candy. It's nothing but sugar whipped up in some crazy way with a little bit of food coloring in it. Okay. And interestingly, it literally has candy in the name. In the name. Yes. Okay. That's right. Unfortunately, cotton candy is not candy. <laughs> what? For real? Explicitly not candy. What is it? It can't be food. It's on the list food. of items not classified as candy. Are you serious? Okay, let me give you another one and see if you can see if you can tell the difference, and then we'll talk about the unifying theme, or maybe not unifying theme between these two items. Pixie sticks. So are those those little things that are kind of like a straw filled with sugar? Yeah, straw filled with flavored sugar. That <laughs> that also has to be candy. What else could it be? Not candy. That's what it can be for sales tax purposes in North Carolina. Not candy. For real? It's really not candy? Really not candy. Okay. So what do those two things have in common? So They're the flavored sugar candy, in different again, forms? We're not just going to read the whole definition of candy, just piece by piece, actually. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, I know what it is. Oh, wait, I'll bet I know. Okay. Hang on. I've got to figure it out. Okay. And by the way, just for those of you who are listening, <laughs> Jeff did not tell me these things, so I have not had a chance to study. One thing about cotton candy and... Pixie sticks is I'll bet the sugar has not been cooked. You literally heat the sugar in cotton candy to spin it. Cotton candy is a heater and a spinner. And that's how you make <laughs> cotton candy. So but you need to go you, back to cotton oh, candy training school. It's, it's, it's burned. You, you basically I knew, melt it. I knew you spun it. I guess I wasn't sure that it, I guess I didn't realize it got heated, but I guess it kind of has to get heated. You just to get spin it. It's just granular sugar flying around. So well, no, that's kind of how you make powdered sugar, isn't it? Don't you just like, Grind, grind it up. It. Okay, then I just thought maybe kind of like butter. If you keep on grinding it, it, it becomes <laughs> cotton. I don't know. <laughs> no, incorrect. Wrong. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So it's so, not about cooking. Okay, it's not about cooking. Uh, so candy in North Carolina has to be in the form of bars, drops, or pieces. <laughs> So, because cotton candy is spun onto like a empty paper towel dispenser, empty paper towel dispenser, or whatever it is. I mean, I don't know what it is, but that's what it's like—an empty paper towel dispenser, and then handed to you. It's not a piece. Correct. It's not a bar, drop, or piece. <laughs> and that's there's a, a pixie stick. Is that pixie really stick? like in the tax code? It literally. So the whole definition is. Uh, we get to some of the other parts, but. 
It is uh, in the fo- quote in the form of bars, drops, or pieces. <laughs> okay, well, all right. I can see how cotton candy is none of those things, and I can also see how a pixie stick is not one of those things. Okay, so candy. So we got the shape. It's important. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> next. Uh, next, and this one actually does get a little tricky. Actually, here. I thought the first one was kind of tricky, mostly just because it's an insane definition. But in any case, that's fine. Uh, caramel apples. Ah, uh, well, the bulk of the content is a fruit, which would certainly be qualified as food. Caramel, based on the definition you just gave me, is not candy because it's not a piece, a drop, or a bar. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... The liquid form of this might not be, but we're talking about the whole caramel apple in one unified whole. Yeah, I'm going to say because even even when it's... I mean, yeah, I guess the caramel apple is a piece, (laughs) I guess, in some ways. Big piece. Um, It's a piece of a tree. (laughs) I'm going to say... Not candy, food. That caramel apple is candy. A caramel apple is candy. Classified as candy. Explicitly on the list. Really? Yep. A <laughs> I'm over three so far. Wow, I'm really candy. tearing it up. Okay. This is like the uh, score of some of the people that took my quiz last term. Yep. Okay. Over three. So candy, we'll read a little bit more of the definition now. It's a preparation of sugar honey, or other natural or artificial sweeteners in combination with chocolate, fruits, nuts, or other ingredients or flavorings. <laughs> and it doesn't matter the proportion of the fruit relative to the sugar? I mean, it might, but they've decided that there's enough caramel around that apple to classify as a fruit combined this makes with me, sugar. This makes me kind of wonder about chocolate milk. That is in the form of bars. Okay. okay. Now, hang on just so, a minute. Are you, are you going to tell me about chocolate milk? So let's do chocolate milk next, actually. I'm not sure it's explicitly on their list, but I'm certain I know the answer for chocolate milk. You do? I think so, based on, based on, another, based on another thing. Based on the insanity of our conversation, I would say chocolate milk must be candy because it has sugar mixed into a thing that could be... That's that's also food. Although there is a dairy lobby, maybe the dairy lobby has made it classified as. No, not, there's no political component to this, Scott. This is none just, at all. Just just truth and wisdom in the. Yeah, t- I'm gonna t- say t- it's a uh, candy. Okay, so here's uh, so it so it's uh, again chocolate, fruit, nuts, or other ingredients. So milk is another ingredient, and is a preparation of those other ingredients with sugar. Okay, ah, but you already forgot your first lesson, Scott. <laughs> It's not a drop, a bar, it's not a bar, or a drop piece. or piece. <laughs> okay, but then here's another piece. This is why I'm glad you brought up milk. We didn't even plan this, but glad they brought up. In the form of bars, drops, or pieces, another piece that do not require refrigeration. <laughs> oh, for real? Yes. So because milk requires refrigeration, it, then it is. I think it would be disqualifying candy. on at least two grounds. Has to be refrigerated. Well, I guess they make shelf-stable milk, but uh, it has to be refrigerated, and it's not a bar, drop, or piece. 
So if you go buy one of those Moo Moo drinks that's chocolate milk that's on the shelf, maybe. It's not a bar dropper piece still. <laughs> okay. So this one we've actually already talked about on the show before, so you might be able to get it right. But uh, I shouldn't have given you that hint. Kit Kat bars. Well, we did talk about this on the show a couple of episodes ago um, with Whitney Afonso. And my guess is a Kit Kat bar is food because it has a lot of flour in it. Correct. Just like a Twix, Kit Kat bar, some of these other kind of candy bars. Uh, the definition, so again. But hang on. We, we have to back up because now there's conflicting things. Because a Kit Kat is definitely a bar. Correct. And it definitely has sugar prepared with other ingredients. Correct. So you're just saying the flour disqualifies it even though it meets all the other things? So in the definition of candy, preparation of sugar, honey, or other natural artificial sweeteners with chocolate, fruits, nuts, or other ingredients in a bar dropper piece, no refrigeration. That's the first sentence, period. The term does not include any preparation that contains flour, period. <laughs> so you just throw a little flour in there and you're not candy anymore. Okay, so there's a whole piece on what qualifies as flour. So it says flour must be specifically listed on the product label as an ingredient in order for the product to be excluded from the definition of candy. Do you know who is going to be so thrilled to listen to this? And so episode? there are rules what you can put on that list. I think it has to have enough flour to qualify. So yeah, if it's got flour, not candy. My son Levi, who has very picky eating habits, but is always happy to eat what I consider to be candy, is going to be thrilled to listen to this episode and discover that most of the things he eats are not candy. They are, in fact, food, according like to the tax example? law. Like what? what would be an example? Kit Kat. He'd be like, I'll okay. eat a Kit Kat, and that's food, Dad. That's not candy. It's yeah, food. And I'll say, no, you need some food. That is food. No, real food. He'll say, it is real food because the tax law defines it as food. Yep. Okay. So there's, we've got most of the pieces down, but here's another tricky part, which I still just have a hard time getting my hand. This like is almost like seems to be designed for the lawyers to be able to litigate about this kind of thing. Okay. Fritos, honey, barbecue flavor twists. <laughs> That's pretty specific. Yeah. It literally uh, says. Okay. That. Let's think about this. So Fritos, Fritos are made. Let's, uh, now let's assume there's no flour. It's corn. It's corn, corn with some flavorings, including Hang on. You, corn flour doesn't count? It's only wheat flour? I, I actually wondered that. It just, I believe it just says flour. Okay. Well, that's not very fair to the corn out there, but um, okay. So it's got people. some corn in it. Or rice people. It's got some oil. It's got clearly some honey, which is helps it meet the definition of candy. Uh, it's pieces, which makes, helps it meet the definition of candy. Um, and, um, it does not require refrigeration, which helps it meet the definition of candy. Yep. Uh, and if you're telling me corn flour might not qualify, then I'm going to say it's candy. How, uh, sure are you about that? Yeah. <laughs> 52%. Slightly above 
Half? Slightly above a half. Okay. And? It is not candy. It is not candy. And on, is it the flower that exempts it? <laughs> this is the best one ever. At least in my mind, it's better. <laughs> it says here, uh, the definition of candy is not intended to be applied to every type of food sold as many products, such as meat products, breakfast cereals, potato chips, and canned fruits and vegetables, are not commonly thought of as candy. The information contained in this section is intended to only be used when a person is trying to determine if a product that is commonly thought of as candy is in fact candy. <laughs> so because Fritos are not commonly thought of as candy, they are not candy. They're not candy. So it's like, define candy. Well, you can't think of it as candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so hold on. Cotton candy, which is commonly thought of as candy because candy is in the name. It's not candy because it's not a piece, a bar, or a drop. Correct. But Fritos, which are have all the definitions of a candy, they are not candy because they are not commonly thought of as candy. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Okay. Wow. So I cannot Fritos, believe this. This oh, is amazing. So the, I mean, this applies to a lot of kinds of cereal, although some cereals would have flour, but like corn-based cereals, they're like, they're drops. They got a lot of sugar in them. But we don't think well, of cereal as candy. Lucky Charms, is that Lucky candy Charms. or food? Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> My daughter, by the way, who's two and a half, was sitting at the table the other day, and it was one of our kids' birthday, and so Chelsea bought a a, a, a bag, a box of Lucky Charms, and the two-year-old Porter Lucky Charms, and she sat there and very systematically pulled out with her spoon only the marshmallows. <laughs> to eat them or not eat them? She ate the marshmallows. Oh, wouldn't yeah, eat like that, nothing else. So she's very smart. She knows what the candy is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, speaking of which, um, marshmallows. <laughs> well, I know the British have been lit litigating this because on another episode we talked about that. I'm going to say a marshmallow is a piece. It does have candy. It does not require refrigeration. It does not have flour. It is commonly thought of, hmm. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's commonly thought of as. I think here we would commonly not think of it as candy. We would think of it as like a baking item. And when you go to the store, you don't find it in the candy aisle. You find it in the baking aisle. So I'm going to say not candy. Uh, it's candy. Explicitly on the list of candy. Really? Yeah. So have I, I've gotten every one of them wrong so far. <laughs> yeah, so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is enough, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to the point. Craisins. Tell me about craisins. Well, all right. Let's evaluate them here on our nonsensical list of things that we evaluate things on. Craisins, I would think, would not commonly be thought of as candy because they're dried fruit. But that's a little, to me, that's a little squishy, but yeah. Okay. They are squishy. That's why they end up on the floor of my car. But yes. Okay. Um, they are pieces. So there are individual pieces of craisins. They, and I learned this just the other day, thanks to you. Because uh, we did talk about craisins for a minute. None of these other things we've talked about, but you, you didn't tell me anything. And you told me not to look it up, so I didn't look it up. But they do have sugar because you sent me a screenshot of a box of craisins. And I was surprised to learn that craisins have sugar in them. Two because ingredients in craisins. I thought that they were just dried cranberries. Sugar. Yep, got sugar. Yeah. So they got sugar. So they do have sugar. They are pieces. They are not refrigerated. They, I think think are not commonly thought of as candy. 
Oh, you think they are thought of as candy, but I don't think so. I would think of it as like the same thing as a raisin. It's like a fruit. It's a form of a fruit. So I'm going to say not a candy. Uh, You're going to continue your, I believe, you're going to continue your record. Of being wrong. You think they're candy. So the craisin is one we're not. uh, So on the actual list in North Carolina, it just says dried fruit with sweetener is candy. It says that in North Carolina. It explicitly says dried fruit with sweetener. So I think your craisin is candy. Candy. (laughs) Well, all right. That's a good thing. uh, My uh, grade on tax chats is not relying on this quiz today because I am. have a perfect score in the wrong direction. Yep. So that is that. So now you're out shopping for Thanksgiving. You're going to buy even more craisins, which hopefully will not end up on the bottom of the floor of your minivan. You now know their taxability status. So the re- the really disappointing thing about this is at Thanksgiving, when we're eating Thanksgiving dinner, yep. much of what we will be eating will be candy. This oh, will be like, like what else? Marshmallows on the marshmallows, yep. On the sweet potatoes, which I dislike, but not very there. much. It's just like a little sprinkling. And the craisins will be candy. And but what else? Well, okay. What about okay? We, what did we decide about the chocolate milk? It's not candy because it's refrigerated. And it's probably and the problem is it doesn't say why it's not. It just says it's not. I think probably it's not, and also because it's not. Uh, and drop form or piece, and because it might not commonly be formed, because we could have three disqualifiers. Yeah, and despite the fact that I am a former turkey farmer, I dislike turkeys to eat. Maybe because I'm a turkey farmer, former turkey farmer. And there's no way that that could be considered candy because it doesn't, it's just too disgusting. It exclu- explicitly excludes meat. And it has to be refrigerated and lots of reasons. Even if you put sugar on the meat, like if you get a honey-baked ham. Has meat and it's refrigerated. Meat and refrigerated, so not a candy. Even though some of that honey-baked ham is so sweet that it's kind of like candy. Explicitly excludes meat. Okay. Well, so we'll eat a little bit of candy along with our food. And we'll pay for it at the grocery store in the form of sales taxes, I guess. There you go. In, In North Carolina, are the sales taxes on candy higher than food? Yes, they are. I never even paid attention, but now I know. Hmm. And knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Well, Jeffrey, thank you for informing me about something that I never actually wanted to be informed about. You're welcome. Anytime. (laughs) My friends, this has been an amazing edition of Tax Chats. (laughs) I'm Scott Dyering, your host, joined as always by Jeff Hoops. North Carolina candy expert at the tax museum. Hey, are you going to have to get some candy and put it in the tax museum? Literally, I have on my list of things to do at Walmart. I'm going to check out a Twix bar and a Snickers bar and see if they ring up separately, actually. And are you going to somehow, like, preserve them? The tax museum, yeah. The two bars will sit on top of my receipt. How are you going to keep the ants out? There's no ants in the tax museum. They're forbidden. (laughs) They didn't pay the admission price. They've been prohibited by, uh, by ordinance of the tax museum. By statute. Well, that guy over there, that's Jeff Hoops. He's the uh, co-host and the curator of the tax museum. And um, he may need a donation to buy those Twix bars, so send him one. And um, thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.